It's the only podcast that broadcasts 438 miles between each other, Lubbock College Station, the school that's in the Final Four, and the school that just hired a head coach. Glad to have you with us on the fifth quarter, episode number 18. Uh, again, once again, I'm George Koff, as always, with my friend in Lubbock, who's maybe a little bit more excited than usual. That's <laughs> me, McLaughlin. Good afternoon. It is two Wednesday, almost said Tuesday, Wednesday, April the 3rd, as we Count down the days till Final Four Saturday. Desmond, how are you feeling? Feeling great, George. They're the better. The campus is live. Everyone was so hyped when we won the game. Everyone was in a good mood. I even saw police officers giving high fives out on the streets. It was just, just it was just great here. Wow, wow. Uh, that's that's got to be something, uh, for sure. So, Desmond, I I wanted to. Uh, did you say you were going to go to Minneapolis or no? No, I didn't. It's, it's too far. If, no? it, if it was closer, it, it's too far. You know, If it was closer, I'd, I'd, I'd definitely go. When will the next time Texas Tech be in the Final Four? Well, hey, hey, there'll be plenty of chances, right? We're we're improving team. Improving? I don't know, Desmond. I don't know if you'll be able to beat Michigan State, so maybe it'd be a good idea for you not go to the Final hey, Four. We still, have, we still have next season. That's fair. That's fair. And uh, we will get to the Buzz Williams talk later as AM hired their new basketball coach. And what might be the basketball, the hire of the century for the uh, Texas AM Athletics? I would say that, but then I'd be, uh, I'd be remissing that we did hire Jimbo Fisher in the fall, so, uh, yeah. or a few falls ago. But, you know, uh, I guess that's the way the cookie crumbles around here in College Station. Uh, just hiring coaches with weird names and great co- coaching resumes. So, Jimbo, Buzz, what's next? Like, Woody? I mean, let's just make the Toy Story uh, the Toy Story tr- duo back together. <laughs> You're shaking your head, Desmond. Sorry, it's all good, George. <laughs> all right, you want to get into it, or should we just... Let's just get into it. Yeah, let's just let's get into it. All right, all right. Let's, let's forget the uh, bad puns and, and start. <laughs> so, we had the Sweet 16 and the Elite 8 on... Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday this past weekend. And Desmond, I think you we can agree that we finally got the upsets in March Madness that March Madness indeed is all about. Thankfully, right before the turn of the calendar to April, we finally got some March Madness. Um, what did you like? What did you see that you really liked? Obviously, besides Texas Tech winning, but... Well, let me say that I think we had a disagreement and you were telling me that Purdue wasn't going to be Tennessee, and I was I was very strong about Purdue being Tennessee. Oh, I, I know you were. You I know you were. And you know what, Desmond? I don't want to just applaud you for guessing the game. I want to applaud you for guessing the point spread correctly. Uh, Purdue beat Tennessee in the Sweet 16, 99 to 95, and or 94 rather, 94 in overtime. And Desmond, do you remember what you said last week? I don't remember. I know it was lower than that. My name's a lot of points. No, you said. And I'm going straight from what you, what you, what we went to. You said I got a gut feeling. I just feel something's gonna happen to this Tennessee team. I've got Purdue by five, and they won by five. There you go, baby. Let's so, put it on ESPN. So Desmond, I don't know if you are are a time traveler or something, because that's <laughs> way too psychic for that. For as, well, as far as I'm concerned, if, if I was a time traveler, I'd be able to know what's gonna happen to Texas Tech this Saturday, because I'm very excited slash nervous because. As I told you, George, I think Michigan State's the best team in this tournament. I've been saying that. They are. 
They're the best team in this tournament by far. And, and that gets to my next point. Were you surprised when Duke lost? No, I told you Michigan State was going to beat Duke. Michigan State is the best team in this tournament. I, I mean, I think, and I'll, I'll get to this in just a few minutes, but I think Cassius Winston might just be the best player not named Zion Williamson. Yeah, he's good. And the, he's the, good. The funny thing he was really good, the funny thing I was looking at was like, out of all of, out of the four games in the tournament, he only led scoring in two of them for his team. Correct. But he still was able, I mean, Tom, I'm, not, uh, I'm just saying like there are other scores that can like back him up. Right, and that's what I think makes Michigan State so dangerous. When they beat, they beat, um, they beat LSU, and LSU was a very good team, and they just beat them by like eighteen, I believe, is what it was. That final was sixty-three to eighty, so seventeen. They they put LSU, you know, to bed, and then they go out against Duke, the best team in the nation, going into the tournament. Obviously, the number one overall seed, and. Uh, go toe-to-toe, back-and-forth, heavyweight battle, coming down to the last 40 seconds, and they sh- swish a three. And, of course, R.J. Barrett's going to be t- kicking himself in the butt for not making those two free throws. Mm-hmm. Free throws are key. Free throws are key. But, you know, obviously this was the that probably was the end for Zion Williamson. Do you think Duke will be able to bounce back? I know we say Duke is a one-and-done team. They always are going to bring players, uh, right. you know, good players in. Do you think they're going to bring in pl- good pl- Like, do you think they're going to be able to produce the same uh, next year? I don't, I don't know if they're going to produce, like, as good as players as what you had this year. Obviously, they're, they're going to bring in top recruits, you know, every single year. You know, one-and-done players, as you said, but they had a pretty stacked team this year. They did. And and speaking of stacked, I guess that also there was a very stacked ACC. And speaking of the ACC, can we talk about U- UNC for a second, North Carolina? What happened? I mean, I know we were saying this well, a week a week ago. We were I was saying UNC is a one seed and they're showing why they were one seed. And then, of course, right after I say that, Auburn sweeps well, I them. think we both were saying UNC was probably like, I said UNC was probably like second best team in the tournament. But I think Auburn's for real. Like, I think I don't think you can sleep on them. I just think that what makes them really good is they are they are faceted in every single part of the of basketball. Mm-hmm. Every player is not just well, I, there's not I, a I handful. Read, all read, of them. I think they're averaging like eighty what, as a team. Eighty like they're averaging like almost like eighty points per game. Like eighty no, it's like eighty eight or something like that. Eighty eight points per game as a team in the tournament. And they, and they've shown against, you know, in their last game out against Kentucky, they don't necessarily need Chuku or Chuku, Chuke, the guy who went out with an ACL injury. Uh, they don't need him, even though he was their best player that could be on both sides of the floor. They don't necessarily need him. They can still get wins and grind them out. But, again, you're facing Virginia in one of the best ACC teams right now. Obviously, the you know, that's made it through the tournament. If we were to rank the final four teams that we have, Desmond, what would your top, what were your, what would you rank them in? Like what order would you be? With, yeah. Without being unbiased. No. First seed, as I said, Michigan State. Second okay. seed, Texas Tech. All right. Maybe a little wow. biased in there. Maybe a little biased. But second seed, Texas Tech. Third seed, Auburn. Fourth seed, Virginia. Why so low on Virginia? I just don't like Virginia, George. You know, and I, Auburn's just playing so well. I mean, 
they crushed almost every single team by 15 more points, except I think they lost. They beat Kentucky by like six in the first game. They won by one. But they, when they played LSU and Kansas, they crushed them by like 15 plus points, which is a pretty good team because those are like two and four seeds, something like that. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Auburn beat the three winningest p- programs in college basketball on their way to the Final Four. Yes. That being Kansas, North Carolina, and Kentucky. Yes. So, and plus, uh, I, there's, there's, there's just that, that underdog feel to them, you know? You're always going to have – you're going to – I mean, I guess last year we had Loyola Chicago in the yeah, Final but, Four. But Loyola and, Chicago's also not a fifth seed Auburn. <laughs> okay, that's true. So, you're telling me that Auburn shouldn't have been a fifth seed? Um – I mean, I didn't see the bracket, see who else was, like, in their division, but they're about playing like they're a fifth seed. <laughs> I mean, that's obvious. I mean, a very good point. I think they're just playing good basketball, which is, yeah. is what's going on. Yeah, yeah, it should be that maybe they are a fifth seed, but they're, they're playing ball, and that's all you need to do, you know? So, uh, through your logic, you're telling me you you will, you would like to see Michigan State-Auburn in the national championship game. That's not what I'd like to see, because obviously I like Texas Tech in there, but that's what I think is going to happen. All right, well, for me... Personally, we we uh, we differ actually quite pretty much. Um, my the way I would rank them is Virginia as number one, Michigan State's a close two, and then Texas Tech is three, and Auburn is at the bottom. Michigan State could jump Virginia in my opinion, but Virginia is just something about them right now. They have just after that first half against Gardner Webb in Game One of the tournament. They have played extraordinary basketball. They were able to beat Oklahoma pretty handily. They beat an Oregon team that had probably the most momentum of any team in the tournament. Mm. Then they go and have to play Purdue with uh, Caleb Edward or Carson Edwards, not Caleb Carson Edwards, who is probably I mean I keep saying one of the best players not named Zion Williamson, but he will he is truly a three point shooter. He is a great player because he can uh find everywhere every part of the basketball uh, court to win but you just had to have you had to have one last possession diakite with that lay-in at the buzzer and virginia goes to overtime and wins in overtime so you have to feel for purdue but again virginia is playing basketball they're playing their best basketball at the right time of the year and auburn better that that that's what i think it's gonna make a very good storyline. Auburn versus Virginia, because Virginia is playing with this revenge. They want to get to the national championship game. They were the national. They should have gotten there last year, but then they lost to UMBC in the first round. Auburn is a sleeper that nobody is respecting. They are, you know, barely beat one to advance in the first round in the round of thirty-two or round of sixty-four to go to the round of thirty-two. Have destroyed Kansas, destroyed UNC, snuck by Kentucky. This team might be for real. We just need to see. We, I just think Virginia Auburn will be good, but Auburn's just not going to have enough. Uh, Virginia will win. Michigan State will beat Texas Tech. Texas Tech is one of the best defensive teams in the nation. In fact, they probably they might be the best because of how how dominant they are uh, with Mar- with Moretti and with uh, I think it's his name Moretti. Uh, yeah, Moretti. David 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 Moretti, Moretti yeah. the, uh, the 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 uh, the Red Raider Italian who had his yeah. parents there in Anaheim, which was pretty cool. I saw that video. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just think Texas Tech could make it to the national championship game. 
but they've got to stop Cassius Winston. That yes. man it's not a man. He's playing he's playing grown a grown man basketball. I had to catch myself for a second. I just we'll we'll see. He's gonna be a player to watch. So will Kyle Guy for Virginia. We'll see. Um either way, honestly, Michigan State, Virginia, Texas Tech, Virginia, Texas Tech Auburn, Michigan State Auburn, all those combinations you could have for a national championship game. I will not be upset for with what we get because I think it will still be a very good showdown. We'll get yeah. points. We're gonna even if Texas Tech is in the national championship game, we will get points because that defense is go- somebody's gonna break through. We will have some three pointers fall because all these teams can shoot three pointers like it's like they're shooting, you know, like they're uh, playing knockout. So uh, that's I guess that's gonna be the we'll we'll come back to those games at our game picks. But let's keep moving forward because we're uh, we're stalling a little bit, quite quite a bit actually on on what happened this past weekend. But speaking of but talking today, we had breaking news that broke about three hours, five hours ago. Buzz Williams, the previously um, uh, previous Virginia Tech head coach, uh, just signed and agreed to become the new Texas A&M head basketball coach. Uh, he was on a staff. He was on staff with Billy Gillespie in 2005, 2006. That was the season they did not quite make it to the Sweet 16. But uh, he was uh, obviously had a part in that. It gave him the opportunity to go to Marquette. Took Marquette to the Elite Eight. Uh, took Marquette, I think, to three Sweet 16s, and then. Got the job with Virginia Tech, where he just took them to their first Sweet 16 ever in program history. And they got so, beat by Duke, who's a good team. Right, and they ha- and they what got beat by them by two, you know, yeah, on that on that game. layup that didn't quite go down. Uh-huh. So I got to be happy. His slogan is "Be great." His that's what he wants to instill in his players is that we are going to be great. We're going to ha- play with integrity. We're going to be smart, and we're going to be great. And I think that's what this. This Texas A&M basketball program needs needs somebody to reinstill those values. Get that through your head that it's not just for championship or just for every regular season game. It's for championships. We're playing with a championship culture, just like Jimbo came in. He said, "We're going to change things. We're going to change things because we need to get this to a championship culture." Um, so I think it's exciting. I'm really excited. I think this is a right hire. Woodward, well done to him. Another masterful hire. I I still don't understand how he was able to get Jimbo Fisher and Buzz Williams practically in in a span of, you know, a year and a half. Um, I just think, I think that he, we'll have to wait to see what happens in game one of the Buzz Williams era. I know, I don't know if a has released their basketball schedule yet. Um, and again, we were trying to find the contract uh, negotiations. Um we believe that Buzz Williams has signed a five million dollar contract. They, um, they want to give him a minimum salary of three point five a year. Okay, uh, we're getting word here that they want to give Buzz a three point a minimum of three point five million a year. Now, uh, there is a press conference tomorrow that students, faculty, staff are invited to, so there will be um, they'll probably release details there and just you know check back on ESPN or whatever is your go-to sports website. But I can tell you that Buzz Williams did not just come for the money. He came 
because he wants an opportunity. He wants to be able to be back with the 12th man. Sees this as a opportunity to grow his, um, grow his coaching career and such. He went 160. He had 100 wins at Virginia Tech and 69 losses, uh, which is actually a pretty good ratio. So, Desmond, my question to you: What do you what do you think the expe- expectations are for this A&M program now with Buzz at the helm? Well, obviously, gonna be a building phase the next couple of years, but I mean, I don't see expectations of. Hmm, that's hard because he has a very good resume, but also. I mean, Adam hasn't really produced much lately, so, like... That's correct. I mean, what, are you going to complain about if he does better than, like, the past years? I mean, at least, like, y'all should at least shoot for, like, making a tournament at least, or, like, being close to making a tournament. We went 14 and 18 this past year. Yeah. And so... so right. It was our only, under Kennedy, it was only the second losing season, which... The first one was his very first season here in Aggieland. So, of course, that's a it's kind of disappointing. But um, I think I just think it'll be exciting. Well, how, it's hard to gauge what exactly you want to say the expectations are because he had it's you know obviously for me one of the things is to get people back to Reed Arena. I believe the attendance average attendance last year was like three thousand, maybe less than that, maybe like twenty five hundred a game. It was not nice. You go there and literally empty, empty seats, like empty sections, maybe one or two people in a section. And that's just not right for a basketball program that even a school that is not necessarily a basketball school, but a school that should be a school that should be focusing on basketball or focusing on ways to just have better program, like a better program. And obviously Woodward knows what he's doing and going out and getting buzzed to prove to get to change that program. Um, so, so, but one of the things I wanted to ask you, Desmond, is Chris Beard, who was the Texas Tech head coach, had come into these conversations about possibly taking the A&M job. Do you think he considered it at all? Do you think he really thought, like, wanted to leave this Texas Tech, that Texas Tech job? Or do you think he um, just, uh, or do you think that he just truly thought, I want to be with these Red Raiders. I want to get. I want to stay there. I I don't think he would have left. Right? I mean, he won the the Big Twelve Coach of the Year last year. Probably gonna win it this year again. He's built something here at Texas Tech. You know, I, I was sad to hear about um, you're saying your stadium's full because we have to kick people out of our stadium here. You know, wow, it's so, it's so crowded. <laughs> but um, he's built something here. I mean, first Final Four in history. I mean, how, how are you going to leave that? Exactly. I, and But also, you could make the same case with Buzz Williams. First Sweet 16 in program history, and he left that. That's so, But, like, there's a difference. There's George. a difference. No, 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 no. no. I, I'm, not, I'm not denying that. There's a difference between making it to a and Sweet also, 16 also and a, a Final Four. There's also kind of a difference from switching from Texas Tech to Texas A&M than from switching from Virginia Tech to Texas A&M, you know? Correct. And and one's going from a maybe mediocre program in the ACC yeah. to a dominant program or a needs to be restored the dominance program in the SEC. SEC. Right. Versus Big 12 where the competition is already fierce to SEC, which is kind of, you know, it's if you're at the top, it's fierce. Otherwise, it's kind of just mediocre. I don't know. Kentucky, Tennessee, Auburn, LSU. What I'm saying is only if, if the competition at the top. Like it's only really competition at the top of the league, not really the 
middle bottom. If you get if you get what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get what you mean. Uh, whereas Big Twelve has you know what was it eight teams battling at one point for or six yeah. teams battling for first, second, and yeah. third. So there's a lot of competition there. I think I think Chris Beard will get an extension. I personally think. Oh, yeah. For sure, if he hasn't, if if it hasn't been, you know, within the Texas Tech or uh, athletic st- athletic director staff, you know, already he's going to get one because taking a team to a Final Four and not getting saying that we want you to stay here for longer, that's not right. If that doesn't happen, yeah. But we'll see what happens on Saturday, and we'll get to those picks in a second. So let's move the let's let's move the conversation to NBA. Desmond, I know you're a huge NBA guy. You like basketball. Um, and playoffs, playoff season's almost here. I believe there's four or five games left, or for or three or four games left for each team in the NBA. So that puts us around next week or the week after when playoffs will start. So Desmond, I ask you this, or we'll just, I guess, we'll go back and forth. Who you got in your Eastern Conference Finals? Well, George, I actually have the Boston Celtics and Toronto Raptors making it. I think it would ah. yeah, because based on the bracket, like if the if if the NBA ended right now, the Celtics would end up having to play the Bucks. And I'm just really feeling Celtics. Maybe it's because my dad's from up north. You know, I like the Boston teams. Maybe you Boston Homer, that's not fair, Desmond. <laughs> the Red Sox, the Patriots, the Celtics, the Bruins. <laughs> What's next? You're gonna go. What's next? You're gonna be a Boston College fan and and call it in college football season. Actually, I do it for that place for them. But um, I, I feel Kyrie's just gonna work his magic. You know, they they got close last year, very close. All right. But are you are you telling me that the Bucks are not strong enough to make it to the finals? I didn't say that. I just think that the Celt- I just have a better feeling about the Celtics. I got you. Um. So it's funny because we are going to have four different teams here. I guess the top four teams mm-hmm. in the East. I've got the Bucks against the 76ers. Um, I like I like uh, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. I like the way they play. Uh, and you have all those supporting characters there with Boban. Bo, yeah, Boban, Mer, right? Boban Marijanovic. Um, yeah. And, uh, and, that, and the hate that they have for the Celtics that <laughs> I think they would play. I think they would play each other. Or at some point, somebody would have to play the Celtics, either the Raptors or the Cel- or the 76 I don't know. But the Bucks, Giannis is basically unstoppable. He's good. Chris Middleton, gig him. Gig him, am I right, folks? Chris Middleton, the Aggie. Uh, the Bucks just have good good weapons. I think the game, it will be a six-game conference finals, and the Bucks will win. I think the Bucks can beat the 76ers, so that process will need to be trusted a little bit more. And, mm. and I said, and I, I, said, I do I said, believe, I do believe next year, the 76ers will get to the finals. You heard it here first. What were you going to say, Desmond? I, I, I cut you I, off. I, just said, I, was, I said, so you're right down. I put six games as well. Boston. Okay. All right. So Boston winning and going to the finals on the Eastern conference side, the weaker conference, I guess. But <laughs> if we look at the, if we look at the stacked West, with uh, everyone from the Warriors and Rockets and Nuggets to the bottom of the conference with the Lakers and Mavs. <laughs> and Le- I told them we're going to Houston. See? See? LeBron does not listen to anyone in the public. He just yeah. is like, ah, screw it. I'm going to Hollywood. 
he was, he was probably regretting it too. You know, he, I mean, maybe that's why he wanted out, or not out, but why he wanted to just get sit, sat for the rest of the season, just as like, I, I need to contemplate my decisions now. But regardless of that, I do think the Rockets will make it to the final conference finals and they'll face the Warriors. We'll get a rematch of last year. It will get to seven games because the NBA refs will make it go to seven games. This time, Harden, playoff Harden, is going to be clutch Harden. And CP3 is going to stay healthy. At least I hope. Rockets beat the Monstars and Steph, Clay. KD and Draymond, so the Rockets go to the finals. What about you, Desmond? I had the exact same. Golden State, Houston. But I have the Warriors winning six. Oh. They're just too good, George. I know they I, are, but Desmond, Desmond, just... can, can, we, can, we, can we just mention that the Rockets have beaten the Warriors three times this year? Yes, but it's different in the playoffs, George. Are you telling me that James Harden's Playoff self is not the same as his okay, regular self. Well, okay, James Harden playoffs a little iffy during games. He pro he, he's proven that last year, right? He's a little iffy when it comes to clutch times and in big games. I know he is, but like, there's something's gonna give. Something's going to some sometime at some point is going to give, and he's going to make up for all the d- bad decisions that he's had. And I think this might just be the year. The Rockets need a. The city of Houston needs a championship and can't be relying on the Astros to do it again. So give it to the Rockets. Yeah. Um, okay, so if we look to the finals, I have the Rockets and Bucks, and you said you'd have the Warriors and six uh, Celtics. So, Desmond, who do you have winning? Three times in a row, George. Golden State? <laughs> How many games? Six. Okay. Okay, that's respectable. Do you think I was gonna say I was gonna say five, but I feel like Celtics would sweep in another one. I I I, I got you, but I, I for me because I have the Bucks and the Rockets. I think the Bucks it would be like their first time in the finals in quite a long time if they haven't made it to the finals prior. Um, but I take the Rockets in seven games. I mean, I'm biased. I'm biased, but I do think this might be the year. <laughs> and Desmond, of course, the all eternal question: Who's your MVP? I know a lot of my friends have been saying Giannis. Giannis, oh, it's Giannis. Giannis, I'm sorry, George. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, Ante- Ante- I forgot who else they're throwing out, but I, I was saying Harden. I think Harden will go back to back this year. You know, like it's not done a lot. But yeah, I think Harden will win it this year. I agree. Yeah, James Harden with a unanimous decision, not even not even a split. Like it's gonna be a unanimous. He's if you look at his points and the production that he's done, and that 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 year that amount of games what was it like thirty five games that he had where he had at least thirty points. Yeah, shows how valuable he is to the team. The team relies on him to get points and to win the game. Some of those were losses, but. They he rely they rely on him to get points, isn't that what a most valuable players means? Yes, the team the player that's the most valuable to your team. Yes, I feel like we had this conversation a few years ago with Harden versus Curry, who was more or Harden versus Westbrook, who was more um, valuable and Westbrook. Okay, I think Westbrook was, but 
this year, I think I think if you're looking between James and or Harden and Giannis, Giannis is valuable, but he's not as valuable to that team. Why are you making that face at me, Desmond? Well, I mean, you take away Harden, you still have, you still have Chris Paul, Clint Capella. They could still they could still win games, but if you take away Giannis, I just I don't think it's the same story. You don't have that that length, just that mammoth. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like you have a man crush on Giannis. No, I'm just I'm just saying like I'm just saying if you want to do it based off like value wise, I think. The Bucks rely more on Giannis than the Rockets do on James Harden. Okay, so, right, I Rockets mean, have three, four shooters; they'll score anytime. But I feel like just it'd be a lot different. Desmond, they play five on five for a reason. It's not just Giannis. You have four other guys but, on the Bucks I that know, are good. Rockets, it's not just Harden. Okay, okay, sure, we'll make that argument. But <laughs> if we're looking at valuability, I mean, you could make a case that Giannis is more valuable and. I just, to, personally, to me, I think Harden does a lot for that Houston team. He does more than Giannis does for this Bucks team. Because how, how many times have I seen Giannis be the, like, he may be the highest scoring scorer for the Bucks, but sometimes he's not the t- guy that makes those clutch shots. Or there's other guys on that Bucks team that do that. And you could say, oh, well, that only happens like 10% of the time. Okay, but it still happens 10% of the time. Last time I checked, I feel like every single time I look at the Rockets' score, Harden is the one that has the leading score. He's got the most shots. He has the shots that count. And he has the the shots that count in the fourth quarter with two minutes to go up by five, and you make a three-pointer. That's a dagger. So, I mean, you can see this argument we've had. Obviously shows that the NBA is still kind of undecided. Right. But do you think I know I know they say that well they only look at regular season status. Do you think in this case with the how good the two teams are, do you think they'll like wait to see what the playoff does for those? I think they're playing. I said that um unless one of them totally bombs during the playoffs, I don't I think like whoever they think's should win right now will be the winner. I I okay. I it's just that's a hard decision, you know. It's just ah, MVP. Why does it always have to be James Harden versus somebody else? The struggles, right? Right. <laughs> when you're when you're when you're when you're re- when you're saying it should be somebody else, and it's like and Steph Curry's out here not being able to make threes, so you're like you can't put him in the race. So, speaking of race, let's look at um, let's look at what's going on for college baseball and the conference races. I know the Big Twelve is getting a little bit closer. Speaking of the Big Twelve, the Texas Tech Red Raiders were able to get a series win over Kansas State uh, in in Kansas. Uh, they also got a win at New Mexico State last night, so that was big. They host Kansas uh, for the first Big Twelve series at home this season. Desmond, do you think they'll get? A sweep? Do you think Kansas will be able to get one win from them? Well, I believe for like, I think we've only lost twice at home, so I think we're gonna sweep. Okay, doing it. You gonna go to your first games this weekend? Then I'm trying to. <laughs> Depends on like what I have to do for work. And uh, and the of course the Texas Tech game on Saturday. Of course, I'm not missing that. 
You could for some for some afternoon baseball though. Nope, nope. Don't even oh, think about Jordan. <laughs> Come on. No. Nope. It's baseball season now. No, I don't care. No, we're still we're, this is final four. This is the heart of basketball season. This is this is unknown territory for the for Texas Tech University. Okay, let's still make it unknown territory. Go to a baseball game. Have some fun, you know. I can I can go to a baseball game later. All yeah, right, all right. Season's over. You don't you don't get my sarcasm, but all right, fine. I'll nah, get. <laughs> um, speaking or keep moving forward here. A and M went one one and one, win loss and tie against Mizzou. Uh, the tie was because Mizzou Missouri had uh, travel requests or travel arrangements so the game was two to two in the 10th inning and so they called it which is not fun but i guess it happens uh but we did get the most important one of the season that being over that school in austin the longhorns we beat them nine to six it was our first win in austin since the big 12 era our pitching looked good and desmond i don't know if you remember from our middle school days our good friend Owen Meany was on oh, the mound. Yeah. Was on the mound for the Longhorns, and yeah, was. Uh, he was. He was. He made his second career start for the Longhorns, but it did not go so well. He allowed um, Owen Meany had two innings pitched, allowed six hits, four earned runs, struck out two, and had a hit by pitch, and was saddled with the loss last night. So uh, didn't go good for for our friend, but I guess. You know, if you're looking at it one way, I root, I rooted for him in quotes, but uh, yeah, was able, yeah, no. glad to see the Aggies hold on for the 9-6 victory. Uh, this is a good win for the Aggies. It's not necessarily a bad loss for the Longhorns. Aggies are ranked in the top 10, so it's not necessarily a bad thing. It just shows that uh, uh, Texas was still able to compete. Speaking of competing top 25, we might have the three best teams in college baseball history right now. Mississippi State, UCLA, and Stanford are all battling it out. One, two, and three ranked. Um, you, I think it's a consensus. One, UCLA, two, Stanford, and three, Mississippi State. They all are just dominant. They have great pitching staffs. They have good um, hitting. UCLA faces Stanford this weekend, though. So that will be an interesting series yes. to see who will, you know, one versus two, who's going to come out on top. But, Desmond, I ask you this. The we've seen the top twenty-five, and we've mentioned it for basketball and baseball. It really doesn't matter till the tournament. It doesn't matter who really is doing so great until we start putting uh, regional hosts and start looking at conference tournaments. So, what 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 do you think? Um, how, what do you think is going to play out? Do you think uh, Texas Tech is ranked? By the way, they're in seventeenth. Do you think there will be teams that move drastically or will we just kind of see what we have right now? The top 10 stay the same. Well, I don't know much about baseball, but I assume that nothing drastic will happen. Maybe a one team going to lose a streak, but I think like there'll be a couple of changes, like, you know, just a couple of switch shots by two, three spots, but I don't think anything like drastic will happen. You know, like we have a whole shift. Gotcha. I, yeah, I, I'm, it, it, usually there is a team or two that does move up or down. But uh, if you had UCLA and Stanford have been matched up, I know this isn't a game or, or a series that we're picking, but they've been matched up pretty well. Do you think we get a series sweep by either one of the two teams, or do you think it will be back and forth for all three games that they play this season, this weekend? I think we back and forth. All right. 
Uh, so that we'll, we'll we'll check back in on that next time. But there is something I do want to discuss. Uh, since A and M and and the Longhorns did play their rivalry game that they usually play for um, for baseball. They they've played it every year since 2014. It it alternates between sites. 2014, I believe, was in was in College Station. 15 was in Austin. 16 in no. Yeah, that would be right. 16 in College Station, 17 in Austin, 18 in College Station, and this year in Austin. Um, they set the this game set the Austin regular season single game attendance record, 7,952. I think the record was beat by like 400 fans. So obviously, it it, it brings up the and it had the atmosphere of an NCAA regional game. So it bring it begs the question: When are we going to see this rivalry? take place in other sports right how long what, what like what 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 i mean what's your take on that obviously you're not you are not a longhorn you are not an aggie you're a texas tech red raider you kind of are a little bit impartial here because you don't you don't are not you're not involved in the heatedness of the rivalry what as an outsider what are you looking at are you saying that we're going to see more rivalry games like with other big 12 schools before we see the texas and a&m play what what's your take well, I mean, I'd be all for seeing A&M Texas football games, you know. I'd be all for that. I miss, like, back in Thanksgiving, back in the days when they're both in Big 12, you know, they'd all get together to watch the game. But, I mean, maybe it's done. I mean, A&M moved to the SEC. They have their own rivalries now, LSU, Alabama. But that, I'd, I'd definitely love to see at least one game, maybe every two years or so, you know, Texas, a- Texas and Texas A&M. But surely a rivalry is not just done. Like, what if you just stop? What if you just stop playing Texas? What if you guys just stop playing Texas this next year? Like, wouldn't that be a little bit frustrating? A little bit? No, I'm not saying. Yeah, it's definitely frustrating. I I think you should be frustrated, but I'm saying like that's just how like the committee works and they set up the scheduling. Do you think there is some pettiness there? Probably, maybe a little bit. But so. I guess, I guess the, but if you had to guess, do we see it anytime soon? Or do you think it'll be the, or do you like, do you think we'll see it again in our deck, in our lifetime? Or will it be after we're gone? No, I think we'll see in our lifetime. I like the, I like the optimism. (laughs) Personally, I would love to see it next year. I know it won't happen. I know it won't happen the next 10, 20, 30 years, but you can always dream, right? Right. You could always dream that Texas Tech was going to get to the Final Four, and the day has come, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think, I do think, everyone wants the rivalry, except for the administration. The students want it. The figures show they set a attendance record. It was a great game. It wasn't one sided. It was back and forth. I just don't see why we can't just bring it back and show that. That's what makes Texas, te- the state of Texas, Texas. Everything's bigger, better. Rivalries are better. Not anymore. <laughs> That's just my rant there on on the rivalry. But hopefully we'll see it. I mean, if it makes any difference, I, I tried to prank people by writing an, an April Fool's article saying that the game had come back. 
and made it very official looking on an ESPN article and and maybe thought people would fall for it. And they did to a certain point where then they were like, nah, this is too early for it to happen. I'm like, <laughs> wow, that hurts right there because that's the one part I could have changed. You know, the year, if I had gotten it right, it would have yeah. maybe worked. Uh, but I guess it's time to pick some games because we're running on time here. We're we're making this way too long. But Desmond, would you like to know that your upsets are actually working? I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't know if it's what you're eating, if it's just the mindset you have. But you are four and two since we've done basketball games. I am five and three, so I'm right behind you. <laughs> but I'd like to tell you that you are, I believe, um, I had said, I believe you are 17 and 17 and six. Or no, 18 and three. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Better than that. 18 and three in your record for basketball. Picking games. And I am... 11 and 10. So <laughs> I guess that shows that Desmond's the basketball guy and I'm the football yeah. guy. But, <laughs> right. But we do have a mix of, of games. We have women's basketball, men's basketball, and we have a baseball game that we're going to pick. I had to put the Rangers and Astros just for and you, George. The Lone Star Series, the playing for the silver boot. And I guess because we do have women's basketball and the Final Fours and this – it's a good time to bring in my uh, our, our good friend that we've had on the podcast one too many times, but it's good to to bring him back and and uh, and tell him to share his opinion. So let's welcome Hunter Prabhu back to the podcast. He's gonna pick the games. He is not an Ashers or a Rangers fan, so we'll see who he picks in that one. He's a he's a uh, LA, Dodgers. LA Dodgers fan, so he feels the struggles. But he is a women's basketball watcher and, I guess, follower. So he'll probably make those picks right and we'll get them wrong, Desmond. I mean, not saying that – I'm not trying to say that to be rude, but, you know, I guess it would be true. So, Desmond, we're going to start with the first um, women's Final Four game. They're playing the women's Final Four in Tampa these days. I don't know why, but I guess it's a good place <laughs> to play Tampa. Good weather, nice, nice arena. Oregon takes on Baylor. Baylor is the one seed. Oregon's a two seed. There's a girl for Oregon. Her name is Oneku, I think is how you say it. She's got like the most triple doubles in NCAA tournament history. More than Russell Westbrook did at UCLA in the men's side. So like she's pretty good. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> and I think Baylor's good, but I haven't personally seen either one team play, but I know. Oregon, just looking at their score, the score difference, I know they're good. I've got Oregon by six. What about you, Desmond? I know you probably well, just kind of... Baylor went undefeated in their conference, I believe, this year, and I think they lost one game. So I'm going to have to go with them. I have them winning by four points. Okay. Uh, and then Hunter, uh, Baylor, Oregon? Um, I'm going to have uh, Baylor in this one. Uh... uh I agree with you. I think um, 
you know, I can't pronounce her name. Oh, um, Neku, I believe. If, if you're putting up that kind of stats, you're you're that good. But I think Baylor's just been that program where they've always been good for many years. And I think um, I have them in originally in my championship game. So I'm going to go with Baylor on this one within 10. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Good pick. Good pick. I guess I'm going to be the, the lone duck. Get it? Get it? The Oregon Ducks? No? No laughter? Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. And have Oregon. You're on fire too, George. Hey, my, what can I say? My puns are are really uh, are really corny, but we're not talking about the Cornhuskers, so that was a waste of a pun. All right, moving forward. Uh, the, second, the second women's Final Four game, UConn and Notre Dame. Ogumba Wale versus... Katie Lou, Sam- Katie Lou Samuelson, I think is her name. That's a rematch of a Final Four game last year. And Agumba Wale had that buzzer beater three last year against them. And then the buzzer beater three and to win the national championship. We get another another great game. Agumba Wale wins it again. Notre Dame by three. Desmond, what do you got? George. I want to give props to Texas A&M. They have the closest... Closest, closest point differential to Notre Dame in this tournament was seven. Notre Dame beat all the other teams by 20-plus points. Correct. So you're saying they're going to only win by three? Yes, I do, because it's because it's the University of Connecticut. And when it comes to women's basketball, there's no team that is has more fight than UConn. I have, I have, I have Notre Dame winning by 15. Whoa! George, oh my goodness! Killing man. everyone in this tournament. All right, all right. I mean, I know they're killing everybody, but that doesn't mean that they're going to kill you. When we get back next week, you will see. Okay, he says by fifteen. Hunter, I, what do you I think? Feel, uh, I feel I'm stronger, I feel stronger about this than I did about Purdue being t- Tennessee. Whoa! Oh my gosh, Desmond! <laughs> so you're telling me? So you're telling me they're going to win by fifteen? Yes. And. And they're gonna are they gonna win the national championship? Yes, they will. They'll beat Baylor. Yes, they will. Okay, okay, back to back. Like him like they're Jordan. 96, 97. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not a rapper, so I can't really do that. Hunter, Hunter, uh, we almost cut you off, but go ahead. No worries. Um I got I got UConn in this one. Um I'll tell you why. Um I agree with both of y'all. <laughs> Um, Arike Ngunbawale is a special talent. She's she's definitely a first-rounder in the uh, WNBA um, draft. Um, but here's the thing. It's hard to beat Gina, Gina Ariema uh, two times in a row. Um, they have had a they have a good program. They haven't had the best season so far, but I have faith in that UConn team. And the way I saw Notre Dame play against uh, A&M and um, who, who did they play in the Elite Eight? Uh, Stanford. Stanford. Um, you know, they barely... They, they kind of barely squeaked by those wins, so I'm going to have UConn in this one by seven. Okay. What? That, that must be Stanford by 20. What? I said they must be Stanford by 20. I beat them by like, like 16 or something. All right. He's he uh, Desmond, Desmond, just let Hunter be, okay? He's got he, – hey, they're on their revenge tour. They beat Louisville. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes that emotion does play a factor into a game. So I'm not changing my mind. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, you realize if UConn were to lose their Final Four game, it'd be the third straight year that they were to lose before getting to the national championship game, right? 
I feel like they don't do, I, I feel like that doesn't happen to UConn. Too good of a program. All right, let's keep it moving. Let's try to not drag this out too long. The game that Desmond's been waiting for, Texas Tech, Michigan State, the late game in Minneapolis at the Final Four, Big Ten, Big 12 showdown, Texas Tech's defense with Moretti is relentless. Two words, Cassius Winston. (laughs) Sorry, Desmond. Michigan State wins by five. Who do you have? Two syllables. Defense. Texas Tech win by five. <laughs> okay, okay. I like I like that comeback. I like that comeback. What about you, Hunter? Um, you know what my my heart wants to say Texas Texas Tech, and I honestly um am gonna root for them uh, in this game. But I'm gonna agree with you on this one, George. I think Cassius Winston is um he's an absolute baller as you can see, and I just like I just like um that Duke Michigan State game. That was the one game I was worried about. Um that would kind of break my bracket, even though I didn't have Duke winning the whole thing. I still had them in in my um, in the national championship. Um, but I have Michigan State winning this one by three. Wow, close game. Desmond looks like Desmond. It looks like you're the lone Raider going for the Texas Tech Red Raiders on this one. <laughs> so you know, I guess I guess you're our lone Ranger. See what they're lone Ranger. <laughs> I said Raider, but I meant Ranger. You know, it's okay. all good. All right, fine. My dad jokes are getting really bad, so let's just finish this before I submit more. <laughs> Auburn, Virginia, the other Final Four game, the early one in Minneapolis. Kyle Guy, they are averaging 33% from the three, but Bruce Pearl has this team that's well-rounded. Uh, Desmond, you've almost convinced me to change my pick over the last 50 minutes, but I've got to stick with my gut. Go Cavs. Cavaliers win by nine. What about you? I'm not changing my mind, George. SEC is going to make it to the national championship. Auburn wins by three. And you got the underdogs in both games. I do. Sorry, but that underdog weekend was last weekend, not <laughs> this weekend. You're lucky that Texas Tech made it to the Final Four. Oh, okay. All right, Hunter. Show 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 Desmond who's boss. Who do you have in this in this championship game? I'm actually gonna or this show, final four game. Right? I'm actually going to show you who's boss because I have Auburn winning this one. Whoa! Because I will tell you why. Um, again, I saw Auburn. I the two games I was impressed with Auburn in the regular or the two games I was impressed with in the regular season. We played A and M. Auburn, the two Tigers, Auburn and LSU, and I honestly liked Auburn a little bit more. And Auburn broke my bracket by beating North Carolina. But if I had, honestly, if I had Auburn play, if you put Auburn in um, the region with Gonzaga or Virginia, I have Auburn upsetting both of those teams in that region. So I have Auburn by 15 because of their stellar defense and Bruce Pearl. Wait, what? What? Wait, 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 wait. What? 1-5, gentlemen. 1-5. Desmond, it makes my comment earlier look kind of kind of smart. <laughs> Do you think now, Desmond? You know what? Honestly, what if they come back and win? What if they win? I by mean, 15? I did tell you that Auburn has beaten every single team by fifteen plus, except oh, you're right. Yeah, except for New Me- New Mexico State, who probably should have won that game. Yeah. So, 
And you know, New Mexico State's going to be kicking themselves in the foot because if Auburn does yeah, go right. and play the championship <laughs> game, they're going to be like, come on, really? Uh, all right. So that's done with our basketball games because there's only four going on this year, this this uh, weekend. Sorry, NIT, you don't count. Um, <laughs> remember, NIT stands for not, not in, in tournament. tournament. So uh, let's look forward to baseball, Lone Star Series, uh, the first of the. The 19 game series finishes up today with the three, the first three games. The Rangers won yesterday, six to four. Lost the first game, three to two, I believe, or three to one. Like that. I think the Rangers, the Rangers have are starting off on a good note, and surprisingly, I didn't think they'd start off that well. So, um, I think they are able to beat the Houston Astros. And get the win. Eight to two. The Texas Rangers. <laughs> go Rangers, go. 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 Hey Texas, what do you say? The Rangers gonna win today. Chicago's got nothing on that song right there. <laughs> Desmond. I hope you t- I hope you tell me the Rangers are gonna win. Otherwise, we might we might not be friends anymore. I'm sorry, George. <sighs> I, all right, I, all right, folks. That was our last episode of the fifth quarter. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> I have Astros winning three to one. Wow. Okay. You think they're gonna bounce back? I do. It's too early in the season to say anything, but I mean, I guess you're right. Baseball can happen just about anything. So, uh, Hunter, you're, are, you're you impartial uh, Californian. Who do you have in this one? Well, I don't like the Astros, and I think everyone knows why. Um, so I'm going to have the Rangers win it 5-2. to two. See, Desmond, this is why you pick the Rangers. <laughs> this is why you should pick the Rangers, so you can be friends, not not hurt people's feelings okay you heard his feelings the astros the astros beat the dodgers in the world series and he's sad okay come on get together speaking of getting it together it's gonna wrap up our 18th episode of the fifth quarter and we'll break down the final four in the national championship next week we'll look ahead to college baseball probably look at the nba playoffs maybe a little bit in depth We'll have lots more to talk about on episode 19. But please, uh, as we mentioned last time, we do have a mailbag episode come up on week, episode 20 in about two weeks. We will break down anything that you ask, that you send, questions, comments, topics, concerns, things about sports that Desmond and I may not know. We're open to just about anything as long as it's appropriate and it's sports related. We will re- we'll, we'll talk about it, discuss it, and that's all. That will be truly our episode. We won't have anything planned. We will just answer your questions and uh, discuss it. So, signing off for the fifth quarter, episode eighteen this time on Wednesday, April the third, two thousand nineteen. Thank you, Hunter, for joining us Thank again. Um, I am George Koff, and for my partner in Lubbock, welcome, Tech baby. He's Desmond McLaughlin. So long, everybody. Giga Maggie's. Adios. And don't forget to watch the game on Saturday. <laughs>